Dream goals. <laughs> um, and we have just made a discovery. Okay, number one, as an adult, you are encouraged, allowed, and celebrated for shitting yourself at least one time a year. And this bitch is lying to my face. No, I really that. have never shit myself as an Say adult. It, Kenzie. Say I've it. never shit myself as an adult. Fucking liar. I I promise you, I never have. When you're you sick, know, even Sarah, you know that I would tell you. <laughs> We've been through so much together. You know, I would tell you. <laughs> and you said, okay, okay, wait, hold on. I'm going to, I need a minute because I'm trying to think if I've shit myself this year. <laughs> oh, I haven't. Oh, fuck. It's coming. Wait, yes, you have. When? Hold on. Wait. Um, it when was did when I you ate myself? that cabbage. Like, cabbage I did like- not shit myself. No. <laughs> I did not shit myself when I ate the cabbage. I ran to the bathroom many times and horrible things came out of me, but I did not shit myself. Okay. I stand corrected. But I a cryptid guys, listen, no, I, I can't go through this again. Of, a cryptid came out of me. If you zoom in, I did. Okay. I'm going to start back. I took a picture of the shit because no. it was impressive to a cryptid came out of me. If you want to see evidence, DM me and I'll send you the shit picture. Because just, none of my friends, air quote friends, want to fucking see it. So, dude, I've already seen it. I don't want to see it again. And it looks like a cryptid. It's the um, shit monster. I literally just searched the word, the phrase "shit myself" in my messages because I wanted to mm-hmm. see if you t- <laughs> if you <had> texted <laughs> me. <laughs> and every fucking message, very none of them are actually like the phrase. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, fr- it's like. Oh, oh my god I'm gonna shit myself like it's like going off uh, of just the word shit so every yeah. single text message is from Sam <laughs> <laughs> we need to leave innocent parties out of this discussion too soon yeah too soon that's fair. well uh okay. I want to I want to start the episode off by wishing a special friend of mine the best of luck on their tinder date <laughs> I hope I hope you are slamming that pee, my friend. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. Uh, for Christmas, you are going to be getting a, a photo editing class from me. But... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have. Listen, the only thing keeping me marginally nice for the last however long was the bangs. You know, I was going to like a tweet. The bangs are gone. Like, the bangs are gone and I'm a bitch again. Everyone I know that I already it. was, I'm more of a bitch than I already was. We love to see it. Because I look like this. Okay. Yeah, now you look um, like a mean girl. I look you, like you, a mean, you look like you're going to bully me for my lunch money. I look like a mean sorority girl. You do. Guys, and I, tonight we're doing Appalachian ghost stories. Mm-hmm. 
not shit pantsing if you've made it this far <laughs> everyone's already turned the podcast off um well no if they see the title appalachian Ghost. okay the title's going to be appalachian ghost stories parentheses the shit talk only lasts however many minutes this is <laughs> the shit talks only two minutes long fast forward we stopped talking about okay. poop after shit that talks about- poop's done poop's done okay, okay. Mm, i'm curious all right you go okay. first this time so um i am doing the green briar ghost I think yeah. she's a bad bitch. Uh, she helped solve her own murder, and I love that for her. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah. So we're, and she was in West Virginia. So, blah, blah, blah. Elva Zona Hester Shue was a young woman living in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. She was murdered in 1897. Um, so let's talk about her life. So, she went, her name was Elva Zona Hester. She went by her middle name, Zona, which is a badass yeah, name. A cool I absolutely name. love it. Elva's um, also she, a cool name, though. Yeah, Elva Zona. Yeah, like a cool a name really all around. really cool name. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything about it. We're going to get to some not cool name right here, though. She meets this blacksmith named Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe. His last name was, oh, Trout Shoe? Yeah. Like a fish? Yeah. Oh, like it's what like could the... be more useless than a <laughs> shoe for a fish? He was like the that's like that's like the very first like Tinder fish pick. Oh my god, Erasmus had he okay, Erasmus stribbling trout shoe. His Tinder profile was a picture of him at doing his blacksmithery. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Sure. Okay. Him holding a <laughs> trout. Uh, with like a definitely. joke, like a really bad pun in the bio about oh, like that's how, how that's yes. his name. Wait, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a trout. He put a fucking trout inside of his shoe. Yeah, there and it is. Held it. What an there idiot. it is. Uh, do you think there was a group shot mm-hmm. of him and the other blacksmiths? Yep, absolutely. Okay, yeah, they were all just and he, holding he circled, their iron. He circled himself. Oh, that was nice of him because most people don't. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> then there's also a picture of him and his ex-girlfriend but she's only half cropped out <laughs> of the picture <laughs> like half of her face is still in it <laughs> this is gonna end up in another court case <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> oh you know what if you have wronged me and you are listening to this podcast everything that you hear about yourself it's is all, your on fucking ta- fault. It's all on the table at that point it's all you're making a decision every fucking week and that's not my choice okay okay (laughs) okay 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 so (laughs) january 1897 erasmus trout shoe tender sends his neighbor's son to go check on his wife elva um the boy goes into the house and he finds elva what was he not home did no, he was out in house? town. You know, he, he's in town doing his black surgery. Okay. She's at home in their sweet log cabin house, right? Okay. Uh, well, because so back in the boy, day, I know they, they had some weird rules about men and Oh, uh, I don't think they had like the a period, bed. like a period hut. Oh. Like you go in the well, that's, special That's different. not what I was thinking. <laughs> oh. I was thinking maybe well, they just like lived in little, like how the Mormons do with the sister wives. Oh no, he only had. Well, we're gonna get to this. Okay, all right. I'm jumping. You touched on something. All right, it's okay. Um, so the boy goes there because what's his name Trout. She was like, "Hey, go check and see if she needs something from the market." 
like okay which is this is fucked up right that's like a little bit considerate at least actually but but it was a farce because the boy runs to the house Mm -hmm. he opens the door and she is dead at the bottom of the stairs oh my god the fuck's wrong yeah she does need something from the market it's a fucking soul yeah dog working body dead a casket (laughs) (laughs) she needs a lot of things from the market she needs a casket. She needs two tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> she, needs, <laughs> she needs coins to cross the river sticks. Yeah, literally. Bacon. Don't leave her hanging. Don't. <laughs> so, okay. So the little boy freaks out, as mm. you do, and runs home Not to really. his mom. And uh, his mom's like, holy shit. And they summon the local doctor slash coroner. They summon at, him. Know, they summon him. George like, W. Their choice Knapp. of words is good. Summon. Um, put out so some, like took... a syringe and a fucking stethoscope on the thing and light the candles. <laughs> <laughs> you no, they probably have one of those little barber poles and they like turn it on and then he comes running. Because he's probably also the it's town like the barber. Signal. Yeah. So it takes this guy a fucking hour to get to the house. Like, what are you even doing? Literally. George Knapp? He's probably doctoring anyway. I don't know. He was crawling. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was literally at the river catching worms. Yeah. Yep. That's, sure was. That's what everyone's or doing. He, he was, catching he worms. was um, the founder of leech therapy. So yeah. he, was, he was studying the leeches. Do you know that I know... I personally, actually, we both personally know the founder of Club Penguin. Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. We'll talk That's about really that at cool. the end. If, yeah. if anyone's wondering, we'll tell you who it is at the end. Yeah. Um, so the doctor or coroner takes an hour to get there. And in that time, Shu, the husband, mm-hmm. has already gotten home, carried, um, what's her name again? Elva Zona. I'm going to call her Zona because I like that one better. Yeah. Carried Zona's fucking body up to the bedroom, washed and dressed her. Okay. Laid her out in the bed and put her in a high necked dress with a stiff collar. Bro, who are you being modest for at that point? She's dead. Let the titties flop out. Right. And you know, he probably put a bra on her. Rude. Yeah, for what reason? She's dead. Who cares? I don't know. He's probably got a lot of religious guilt. Well, Blacksmith religion. I don't know. Is that, so, is that her fault? I don't think it is. Free the titty. <laughs> if anyone tries to put a high neck anything on me when I die, I need you to kill them. Okay. I need you. I need you to be in charge of dressing me, <laughs> and I need it to be slutty. <laughs> GTA prostitute. That's the goal. Okay, that's fine. And when I come back to life, that's how I'll walk too. <laughs> oh, what a scary zombie! I want to be wearing uh, the exact pea coat that Edward Cullen has in the first Twilight movie, and nothing you want me else. To, to put highlighter all over you too, so you sparkle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> so nap. <laughs> Dr. Coroner Knapp goes about uh, examining the body and the whole time murder husband shoe is cradling her head and neck and crying and acting fucking bat shit. Um, when the doctor goes up to try to examine her head and neck, shoe murder trout gets super pissed off and basically like bullies the doctor out of the room. Um, so then the doctor's like, that's normal. Um, and he says the cause of death <laughs> um, is everlasting faint i don't know what the fuck that means but then he changed it to complications from pregnancy was she pregnant no (laughs) but he has decided if a woman dies it must be she must be pregnant 
she must she gotta must be pregnant dude. okay yeah well sometimes the baby I mean, actually like go tr- like travels through the body and chokes you out yeah it just like went up instead of down <laughs> i mean to be fair i feel like they probably know about the same amount about women's bodies now as mm-hmm. they did then so that's true they were that's working true. with what they got you know none of them had never yeah. touched a woman before so they didn't the really know wasn't discovered until like 1957 i think it was they like didn't 2001. even one <laughs> <laughs> it's very very right? recent discovery why are you gonna bring that, that fucking year into it and if you don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> dude I are you kidding forgot. me <laughs> 9-11 the day the clit was found and then they had I'm to so crash sorry. those fucking planes into the towers to cut. It was a conspiracy. I'm so sorry. Everyone. And that's it. And that's why that nine 11 statue looks like a fucking vagina with a clit. Is that why Sarah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you really want to let the terrorists win? Oh my God. Every time that a man has sex with you and you don't get off, they're literally letting the terrorists win okay our troops died for that clit anyway (laughs) okay elva zona is taken back to her childhood home and buried but before that there is a batshit crazy funeral where her husband is fiddling with her head and neck adjusting the collar and the veil, covering her neck with a scarf that didn't match the burial dress she was in. But he said it was her favorite and she wanted to be buried in it. He propped her head with a pillow, then a cloth. Like, real sketchy, dude. Yeah, he real definitely sketchy. killed her. And everyone's like, he's just going through it. He's just grieving. Um, that was my thought at first, but the scarf, you're getting a little, it's a little too much, man. fucking weird. So then comes our hero, Mary Jane Hester, who is Elva Zona's mother. Hell yeah, Mary she Jane. did not like Shu. She saw him for the bitch he was. Like she was makes like, this guy's not it. She saw all the red flags. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so she's like, I don't like this. So she starts praying for mm-hmm. Elva to come back from the dead and reveal the truth about her death. Mm-hmm. So she prays every night for weeks and then her prayer is answered. It's fucking terrifying. So yes, she says her daughter appeared to her in a dream four nights in a row to tell her the story. Damn. So first Committed. the spirit appears, right? First she appears as a bright light, gradually takes a human form and fills the room with like a cold chill. Oh, um, then the ghost tells her mother that Shu had been abusing her and yeah. that one night he attacked her when he thought she hadn't made any meat for dinner. Uh, and I want to okay. stop right there because... It's not like there were mock meats back then. So it's not like she fooled him. You know, there were no smart dogs. How did you not look at your plate? I go, oh, there's a steak. There either is or there is not meat. Yeah. Why? How is it up for debate? It's not. What are you guys eating? A fucking gruel? Like, what are you doing? And that, that's the part that I'm really caught up on is how did you not know there whether there was or was not meat? Dude, I don't it's know. a really simple fucking thing to solve. But I don't know. Anyway, so now it gets scary. So he gets all mad about the meat, breaks her neck. And the ghost is telling the mom this. And while she's telling the mom this, her head turns completely around. Oh, I don't like that. Fucking exorcist style. Then while her head is turned around, mm-hmm. okay, backwards. She yeah. turns around 
her like body, her and body like away while looking at her mom with her goddamn head. Oh, that's fucked up. I don't like I that. I hate that. I don't like that at all. It's Jesus fucking Christ. So then the mom's obviously like, like what the fuck? Out. She, yeah. She, yeah. She goes to the local prosecutor, tries to get him to reopen the case. And she's like, I am telling you this shit. This is what happened. Right. She starts mm-hmm. telling everybody in town and everybody's all worked up about it. So she gets everyone on her side, which rules and they have the body exhumed. Cool. So then coroner, Dr. Knapp and two other doctors take the body to the fucking schoolhouse. Oh, interesting. Choice. Poor kids. Um, and they examine it. And then without the husband there to fiddle with the neck and put high neck shit on her surprise on the throat were the marks of fingers indicating that she had been choking. The neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured. The windpipe had been crushed at a point in front of the neck. Damn. No so, yeah, shit. He did it. Yeah. So yeah, Obviously. then they, they start looking into shoe because the ghost is like, if, first of all if a ghost came and told me that i wouldn't care what they said i would believe them yeah she should have appeared to the whole town then you could have avoided the trial but i get it yeah shu had been married twice before um the first marriage ended in divorce while he was in prison for stealing a horse (laughs) and then that woman told the police that he was really violent and beat her and then the second marriage the wife died mysteriously at what point do you just like get rid of the whole man well, he ended up in prison and died of a, an unnamed epidemic. You think someone stabbed fuck him? him? I hope the ghost scared him so bad that he like he just died shit out fear. all his organs and died of fear. Oh, that's fun. That Because I would. Yeah. I would never be cool with that. And so the, yeah. his prosecutor, his defense attorney tried to use this to like discredit the mom on the stand and be like, oh, you saw a ghost, blah, blah, blah. But because you know, people in Appalachia are like very in tune mm-hmm. with the spirit realm and their folklore is, is very strong there. They were like, this isn't discredited. Yeah, shit. they were like, the yeah, was like fuck you. She absolutely she saw the ghost bitch. And so I think it's really neat because like there aren't very many trials where the ghost had a say in anything. Yeah. So that kind of rules. Yeah, that's dope. Good for I her. love that. I hope she haunted him. I hope she did a Rosalie Cullen. Oh yeah. And I hope she was just like boom. Ruining that bitch day, forever. Every day. Wrecking shit. Good for her. She's That's a really dope. cool ghost. Yeah, I love her. And I love the name Zona and yeah, Elva. That is a cool name. Elva Zona Trout together is a sick name. Yeah, it's a sick fucking name. Trout is a terrible name. God, Erasmus. Go Ugh. home. Can you imagine I think introducing would love this? Yeah, I think she would too. Yeah. Can absolutely. you imagine introducing yourself and like your name is Trout? Oh, hello, ma'am. My name is Erasmus Trout Shoe. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Get away from okay. me. Okay. I would use a f- <laughs> I would use a fake name on Tinder, but I would just slightly misspell one of my names if I was Erasmus Trout Shoe. And which, I would lie which about my name age. would you which name would you mm, misspell? I would misspell trout as Troup. Troup. <laughs> Troup. <laughs> Trope. <laughs> My name is Erasmus Trope. You wouldn't misspell Erasmus. No, no, I wouldn't put Erasmus. I would just use uh in this in the true fashion of a gentleman. Trope. I would only Trope use my shoe. my last name slightly misspelled. Trope shoe hyphenated. Trope slipper. 
Trump slipper. Mm-hmm. People would be like, ew, no fucking way, dog. I don't know, man. I think, like I said, it's, <laughs> it's a mystery. It's hard out there. Yep. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, I chose to do the moon eyed people, which I don't I think them. are technically ghosts, but. Well, okay. if any of them ever died, then they're ghosts. Then they were. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Okay. So okay. in Cherokee legend, the moon-eyed people are a species of people that differ from the supernatural beings found in their tales. The moon-eyed people were actual humans, small and round in stature, only about three to four feet tall, generally, with robust bodies. So they were little chonkers. Uh, they had full beards and large blue eyes. And they were said to be given the name moon-eyed people because they were nocturnal um, and their eyes were very sensitive to the sun and they would only ever come out at night. That being said, though, it was also told that the light of the moon was enough to make them flee. So don't really know what's that going sucks. on sucks. Yeah. No, you literally can't look at anything. Like, yeah, what awful. do you even do? You don't do anything. You just hide. Those are the, the only people that can see the squonk. Oh, no, literally. Literally. Like- that's it that's the only well, thing and if you see. think of like the description of them they sound like they would kind of look like the squonk yeah they're squonk like adjacent. A little bit. yeah like not as not as ugly but like very similar yeah um so yeah it's super important to remember that um the cherokee people were very adamant that they were humans um, mm-hmm. and not supernatural beings because the Cherokee cosmology features like a lot of like it's a, basically a really intricate and complex universe where humans non-humans and supernatural beings like all coexist so mm-hmm. there are a lot of like supernatural beings that exist alongside humans in their like lore and the moon-eyed people were considered actual people so just throwing that out there so they um, don't have any magic powers or anything? No, they're literally just chilling. Aww. They're just little weirdos in the woods. I love little weirdos. I know, me too. They're like the I best they eat people. That, I mean, like animals. Yeah. Well, we can, we can bounce some theories in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the early tellings of the tale, the Moonite people were directly responsible for a lot of the random stone architecture throughout the Appalachians. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of which is actually still there. Um, and they said that the moon-eyed people built these structures, these stone structures to live in like super far into the woods so that they could use the trees to block, to block out as much natural light as possible so that it wouldn't hurt their eyes. Um, the specific area that they were known to like live in is now the area of Murphy, North Carolina. So hmm. any people we need from to North go visit Carolina, them. Yeah, we should. I think I, I, I saw them. a bunch of like cool like there's like an old fort like wartimey fort and shit that uh-huh. like was said to be once home of the moon-eyed people and stuff and like there's a bunch of like stone foundations and shit in the woods that people like tie back to them and I'm like we should go find them I think we should go find them too I, think I would love that I also love I that like shit. I like that they're little chonkers yeah just little roly-poly-olies roly-poly-olies yep I like, I want to feed one of them one chicken nugget. I feel like they'd probably want more. You'd have to bring a lot. Dude, one time when I was like 18, um, I went to a house party. And do you remember when 
um mcdonald's had like the like 20 piece chicken nugget yes yes I yeah and they were like thing. they were like 10 bucks Ooh. We, bought, we bought four of them and Duh. brought them to this house party and just uh-huh. like laid them out on the table and like kids were like putting them in their like shirt pockets I bet people were so happy and, like it was no it was sick everyone Nuggies. was eating chicken nuggets there were kids like pulling them out of their pockets and like snacking on them while they were like drinking. Oh it was God. very interesting it's very funny so, i think i think about it from time to time and it makes me chuckle. i would fucking die that's so good it was really funny um, um <laughs> just, i can't stop thinking about kids with chicken nuggets in their pocket <laughs> and then now i'm thinking the moon-eyed people have chicken nuggets in their pockets yeah i don't really know i mean i didn't really find a lot of information about whether or not they wore clothes mm. i would assume maybe a loincloth would, well, you have to. If, if it's not a supernatural thing, they would have to wear clothes. Yeah, well, unless they were just, like, vibing with their dongs out. Mm. Where do you, where do you, where do you keep the chicken nuggets at that point? There's no pockets Your in the cloths. <laughs> you don't want to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the news story about the Hooters waitress in fucking Florida, yes. though? Yep, <laughs> sure did. She kept those chicken wings in her fucking pooter. She loved that. <laughs> That was sick, dude. Oh my Do you God. think she did it after the sauce was on them? Yeah. Chris and I have been yelling about this. Yeah, probably. Oh, it's got to burn. She got a she's UTI got a yeast infection. Sure. Yeah, she's got BV <laughs> for BV, days. Yeah. <laughs> Unless all the, all the cranberry juice in the world would not help her. She's the ancient relic. She's the relic. Oh, of Mary Toth. Yeah. Yeah. Toft. Mary Toth chicken. Mary Toft chicken. It's the new age Mary Toft. God bless it. It is a new age Mary Toft. With buffalo sauce. Oh, it's disgusting. All right. Well, moving on. No, this is gross. We got to move on. I've never had a (laughs) buffalo sauce anywhere near that. Okay. I know I said we're moving on, but that just reminded me that I came across a really horrible TikTok today that I hated, and I don't Mm -hmm. know why it was on my For You page, but it literally, um, the caption was, does hot sauce kill the swimmers? And it was literally somebody putting jizz on a fucking nope. microscope slide nope. and like no. put it under the microscope. It was disgusting. And I, I watched it for way too long. And then in case you were wondering, the hot sauce did kill them. Of course. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure. I was curious. I was like, does it kill? Of I, was like, it does. I got stuck in it. And then afterwards I reached a point where I was like, that was really fucking gross. Because because the vaginas are naturally acidic yeah. to repel those things. So the hot yeah. sauce has got all kinds of acidic shit in it. Yep. Oh, yeah, it makes God. sense afterwards, for sure. I oh, really, yeah. it was, it was very gross. I did, I did watch the whole thing, but I did hate it also. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta like, whew. Okay, so in Cherokee legend, the neighboring Creek tribe waged war against the Moon Eyed people, who were incredibly unprepared for any kind of battle. So they lost the war and were forced into living underground, building intricate tunnels and cave systems to form a colony. Does that remind you of anybody? Think about the description and the living circumstances. The Fay. Bad boy. Also, bad boy. <gasps> there it is. He's got big old eyes. Yeah. 
I think Bat Boy was one of the Moon Knight people. Yeah. I mean, some shit happened along the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't a direct thing. Somebody fucked a few animals, but yeah, yeah, I think that that makes like all the sense in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then then somewhere further down the line, there's Riff Raff. It's all full circle. We've come back full circle to our first episode. (laughs) 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 I get Riff Raff. I love him. Well, now we have we got to go to North Carolina. We've got to investigate the bat boy. And we have to people. invite Riff Raff. We have to invite Riff Raff, and we have to investigate. Like, of course he would. What else is he doing? There's like a lot of celebrities that have gotten into like weird paranormal stuff, and yeah, I think yeah. I think Riff Raff is the next one. I think he's gonna get into it with us. I fucking hope. Well, who I was the ma- one that was like singing to the ghost? Is that Demi Lovato? Dude, I don't. I do that. One of them was fucking no, no. She was doing it to try to. I, I don't know. It was stupid. That's all I know. It's fine. Okay, so I just messaged. Wait, hold on. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta tell everyone what just happened. I just messaged Riff Raff on Instagram and said, "Hey, Jody High Roller, you ever been ghost hunting? Want to go with a couple of hot goth bitches?" (laughs) That doesn't get him. I don't know what will. I will keep you guys updated if he responds. Anyway, moving on to the the rest of the story. (laughs) Okay. You know what's really annoying? Barack Obama and fucking any of, no, it was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris never replied to my multiple messages about the ghost fart. So hopefully Jody Hyrule doesn't let us down. We'll see. Riff Raff, my dude, if you are listening, help us out. Okay. There are a couple different theories as to who or what the Moon-Eyed people were, um, because they're not like specific just to Cherokee legend. Um, mm-hmm. You will understand why I focused on Cherokee legend for the majority of their tale, though, once I tell you the rest of this. So, so there's a Welsh tale that states that in 1170, the king's son, Prince Maddock, grew tired of the civil war happening in his country of Wales Mm -hmm. and set out to, actually it might've been, doesn't matter. Wales. We'll say Wales. That's Wales. Um, Well, cause I, I think like, never mind. Anyway, certainly not dolphins. Certainly not dolphins. I was good. Um, They set out to explore across the Atlantic ocean. Um, It was him and his brother, whose name I cannot pronounce. Rerid. R-H-I-R-I-D. How would you say that? Uh, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a carrot top. Yes. So Prince Madoc and Carrot Top went to mm-hmm. America in 1170 um, in this story. So in the story, the brothers land in North America around Alabama. Don't know how they managed to make it to Wait. Alabama. But they did somehow. And then they said, what? Is there an ocean near Alabama? Well, there's the Gulf of Mexico. Mm, I don't think that's true. Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) I do not know any geography, but I'm going to be the expert and say, I don't think that's true at all. Okay. Sounds good. So (laughs) after after landing in Alabama, they spent the next few years exploring the surrounding areas all the way down through South America um, and then back up to what is now present day North Carolina. Maddox decided he liked it there and he left his brother and the original crew in North America to go back home and bring some more people over. 
This theory explains that the mysterious stone formations found in the woods were made by these people who eventually adopted a lot of the Cherokee way of life as the Cherokee people were the first to make contact with them in a friendly way and work with them and thus created a tribe of white Dutch speaking indigenous people. Now, obviously they're not indigenous because they were not there prior to the other people that why would they all be short why would they all be short and fat i don't know because i think if you like think about some of the people from like history they were all kind of like chalky and tiny like napoleon there's a whole complex named after him you know he wasn't chonky yeah but he was tiny are you sure that they didn't take a bunch of deformed people from their village and whales i don't think so Okay, well, to, I mean, I am not an expert in Welsh folklore, so they could have got the weebleheads, fat weebleheads. Well, there's more. Okay. So now I'm gonna just reiterate again: they were not indigenous people, but that's like how the tale starts. That's what okay, like, okay. So there is not anything in historical records at all to even support the existence of Maddock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let alone his trip to North America. And a lot of people believe that his story, the story of his journey was strictly propaganda to make other like white people believe that they were the first to discover that region of the world and make them mad at the Spanish who were there the actively exploring that section of the world. Except obviously None of them were the first to get there because the indigenous people already Yeah, there were there. already lots of people here, so... Yes. But then after the, like, 1700... Like, around the start of the 1700s, mm-hmm. and, like, from then on, there were a lot of, like, tales of people who had gone to America and come back yeah. um, of, like, Dutch-speaking indigenous white people. It's so weird. So weird. So you can understand now, and there's more this, to this, but you can understand now why I was, like... Yeah, no, I prefer the Cherokee legend because it mm-hmm. is way less gross. Yeah. Propaganda. Yeah. It makes way more sense. Yes. But there is a story. This one is weird, but I added it in here because I figured it was worthwhile to at least tell. So in mm-hmm. 1666, a reverend named Morgan Jones claimed to have been captured by a tribe of indigenous people called the Doeg. I think I'm saying that right, D-O-E-G. And that is an actual tribe of indigenous people. That is a real actual tribe. However, uh, Mr. Morgan Jones, who very well have been full of shit, uh, claimed (laughs) they understood and spoke Dutch (laughs) and that they were white. (laughs) So, he went out of his way to say, hey, I ran into the Doeg people. So he was not correct in that because that is not who those people were. So even Wait, if like, go ahead. did this guy who ran into them even speak Dutch? Apparently, yes. Because or because he's lying. That's a good. Okay. That's a, that's because a what if point. they were just saying nonsense and he just assumed it was Dutch? He was like, that's Dutch. It has to be. Absolutely. Well, he spent three months trying to preach Christianity to them, and they let him go. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, you know what? We're done with this. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. (laughs) Man. You know what? Good for them. Because it took me, uh, it took me like five months to get rid of that problem. (laughs) So 
there you go. Um, and like I said, like he claimed they were the doing people. There's, there's no way they were the actual doing people, whether that was like the name that they had co-opted, you know, mm-hmm. this, this group of people he did supposedly encounter or what, I don't really know, but that's what he said to, you know, the people that he encountered when he came back. Um, but they have the Doeg tribe has absolutely no connection to the Moon Eyed people. They were not even like geographically in the same place, not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't really understand why this man was just lying. <laughs> he just came back well, and like I think, just told uh, a lie for no reason. The theme of this episode was supposed to be Appalachian ghosts, but it seems to be white men lying. Yes. Yeah. I I like that you and I like did our research separately and but somehow mm-hmm. stuck to the main theme of white the, men telling the main lies. Theme, white men telling lies yeah that's usually i like it usually what it is so yeah. there's another theory and this one is probably the most believable of all mm-hmm. of the theories is that the moonai people were simply just a colony of people with albinism that preferred that the darkness so because it was, the light sensitivity, yeah, yeah. it was less likely yeah. to burn their skin and eyes it yeah. explains the light sensitivity and it also explains um it doesn't explain why they would maybe speak dutch but i think i think some of these people are full of shit and they just maybe were I think like they were just literally were like, i don't understand this nonsense language. yeah yeah that's dutch it's gotta be sounds like dutch. i don't know what the fuck does dutch sound like i don't know i couldn't even do it a rude impersonation because i don't even know <laughs> that's Probably fair sounds like something but i don't know man yeah well and based on on like the cherokee legend too which like i said i am much more likely to Mm -hmm. stick to as the origin story here absolutely absolutely the moon-eyed people were literally just like people vibing in the woods and the cherokee like reached out to them and were friendly with them and were vibing with them and then Mm -hmm. you know down the line the creek tribe like waged war against them so So like it it very much just like seems like that's probably the the most likely Mm -hmm. scenario that they just all had albinism and were like you know what we're gonna hang out in the woods where it's dark and the sun doesn't burn us which is fair that's fine that's what i would like to do yeah so regardless i literally wrote this is this is what the next sentence in my notes regardless to means to me it seems a bit too whitewashy to say definitively that the moon-eyed people were just the first white people to reach america incredible <laughs> which is very That's true perfect yeah yep. i think i think uh well especially Vikings too maybe were the first white people ish to reach america but i don't even know i don't think they let any of the like short vikings live i think they threw them in the fucking sea that's fair no short kings allowed (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) i also just want to note that um the cherokee legend also never mentions anything about their skin color um, okay. And it was later like assumed that they were white based on like some mm-hmm. of the other like characteristics. Just of the blue eyes. Um, not really. There were some other like behaviors and like mannerisms. Um, and like their wait, white people appre- behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> really. So the moon eyed people, people literally would be like, "Oh, gonna scoot right by you there." <laughs> the moon eyed people. Let's rock and roll. A, a I fucking- said. <laughs> 
they get somewhere and they see a line and they're like, looks like we got here on time. They clap when the plane lands. Oh <laughs> and the movie oh ends. <laughs> oh uh, well, also they're like, um, <laughs> I, I had the word in my head and I started to say it and then we got distracted Sorry. by things white people say. Um, their dis, well, disinterest is not really the word I was looking for, but their disinterest in being under the sun because, yeah, of, they don't like it, it. because it hurt their eyes and skin. So like that, those were things that made people assume they were white, which I'm like, that's fair. Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense to me. Um, oh but there's God, also Karen, nothing. Just ask people why they're white. Yeah, literally. That was actually that line was actually inspired by the tale of the moon. Yeah, people. I knew it. Um, they also like there's nothing in the Cherokee legend about the spoken language of the Moonite people, so you can mm-hmm. probably just assume that it wasn't Dutch, and that the no. dudes that encountered them just said that to like further. This is literally I'm reading this directly from my notes, and I need you to just like listen to how I yeah, type this. this. Is mega propaganda. Just said that to further the narrative that the indigenous people were bad, and look at the influence they had on our white people, and way. <laughs> That's the last oh, thing that I wrote in my notes. Way. <laughs> that's true that's what they all did make a baby noise (laughs) we sound like waluigi so so this week i instead of a cryptid hunting posse because we don't need anyone hunting the moon-eyed people and obviously the the greenbrier ghosts i think we're gonna do a um let's say I'm going to say it's probably going to be me if we're going to talk about one of us getting murdered by uh, a man I don't know, man. I've almost been mm. murdered a few times in my life. Let's not forget that. That like, say, okay. couple of months I worked Let's at the say, gas station and someone tried to sex traffic me. Yes. True. Let's say both of us get murdered. Okay. okay. Separate murders okay. or together. No, no, no. We'll, we, we don't have to bring man. We get murdered. Okay. okay. Who's going to be our crime solving posse? Oh. Who's going to solve our murder when we appear to them as ghosts and turn our heads around, scare the fuck out of them? Okay, We're going to start so with who do all, we appear to? Okay. Yeah. I, well, dude, I would appear to you and you, would be but we're dead. both dead. We're both. Okay. Ghosts. I'm going to appear to Abby. Okay. My friend, Abby. And. Hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm. I think Aaron and Sarah. I was about to say Aaron and Sarah. I'm going to appear yeah. to them because they're going to stay on top. Do we maybe? Of shit. Do we maybe just like like work out like we'll schedule a time and place for us to like project into like the same people's dreams? Yeah, but we got to okay. make sure Aaron's not high or drunk or drunk. No, I do like his. He has very good like drunk podcast ideas. Yeah, but but we need when he reports this to the public. Mm-hmm. that it is sarah's got to be there to give it some levity like they got to yeah. know that like this is fucking yeah. serious okay so we appear to aaron and sarah and um, abby and abby and then who's gonna take like who's gonna do the legwork of like investigating shit okay yes <laughs> my ghost hunting dad uh, i have our lawyer i have our lawyer there Papa we go Lim. Papa Papa Lim is our lawyer. Oh my God. Thank you, Papa Lim, for becoming the prosecutor of our murderers. Thank you for saving us. We appreciate it. Um, Who is going to rile up the townsfolk to like let them know that this is serious? 
Hmm. Let's assume the murder happens at CryptidCon and all our friends are there. Who's going to go rile up the con? Um, God, who would do that? The Hodag story. We can't, we can't reuse the Hodag story. <laughs> They're going to go in the, in the Hodag oh, outfit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and Lisa's going to go in the squonk yep. outfit. Yeah, and they're gonna so pass Crypto out flyers. Lisa, yeah, they're gonna be like, someone murdered them. And then the last question: Who murdered us? Who are we gonna accuse? I know. Who okay, murdered but us. okay, we gotta say who murdered us. It could be a few people. Okay, so I'm gonna rattle off some names, and you go with, with no. Danner didn't murder us. I think yes. Danner. I think Danner would probably try to aid in the like. Um, investigation but he would not do a good job no he killed us okay no um it was either carrot top jeff mm-hmm. bezos or travis walton oh it's definitely travis walton who am i yeah. fucking kidding <laughs> <laughs> or any of the other numerous people we have said everyone we think about of various crimes <laughs> yeah it's travis walton yeah oh fuck, yeah. man who murdered us who do you think who murdered us? Who is the most fed up with us at all times? Uh, Finn. Ke- oh my God, Kevin would call <laughs> I us I threw up on Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, he murdered, she murdered us. Kevin, why? Why would you do that to us? He's so rude. Okay, the way so that sounded final... in my head was like Lumpy Space Princess from Adventure Time. <laughs> I don't know if I came across that way. No, it did not. But the I way I it. Talk, but that's so Kevin, Kevin murdered us. So rude. And hit and us in the park. He hit us in the park. She hit us in the park where they work. Yep. That's crafty. Fucking... That's smart. God damn it. Kevin's in charge okay, of so, well, much, Kevin, so much work. Fuck. Good work. All right. Well, at least we know. Yeah. And now I would like to have a very special announcement. Um, God. We recently found out that one of our friends is independently wealthy because they invented Club Penguin. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. They <laughs> wrote the code for it. They are the brain, <laughs> the inspiration, the heart behind Club the Penguin. The inspiration? Yeah. And, uh, and we're proud of them. And honestly, like they've been so humble about it, but they finally, (laughs) it's time to finally let everybody know that if you've ever listened to the podcast, Strangeology, Jeff from Strangeology actually invented Club Penguin. Um, I can't hear Kenzie anymore. It's cut out because the truth is too much. Can you hear me now? Okay. Jeff. I've just been fucking laughing. Yeah. Uh, so if you ever played Club Penguin, if you had a Club Penguin girlfriend, boyfriend, go over and listen to Strangeology and send Jeff a message and tell him thank you. Yeah. Send him a picture of your penguin so he knows that yeah. uh, you know. That you're a true fan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of him. Yeah. Um, and this dude. is the beginning of our weekly um unfounded baseless accusations accusations. (laughs) starting but this is true but you know yeah yeah respectfully okay well that was good hope you all learned anything i hope you all learned a lot i hope you just learned something i i hope uh i hope you didn't tune out after the shit talk the literal was like two minutes in if you made it to Mm -hmm. this point like you deserve a prize 
I'm gonna if I'm gonna, I um I think I, what I'm gonna do is yeah. make like a bingo card that has like blank spaces that you mm-hmm. fill in it'll be like founder of cup club penguin was blank <gasps> and you gotta fill it in and if you get yeah. bingo because you actually listen to the fucking end of the episodes I'll give you a prize I don't know what it is but I'll give you something well we'll see you guys <laughs> next time uh next time and um yep we'll see you guys next time bye